0: Joshua the son of Nun sent two men as spies secretly from Shatim, saying Go view the land especially Jericho So they went and came to the house of a harlot whose name was Rahab and lodged there And it was told the king of Jericho saying Behold men of the sons of Israel have come here tonight to search out the land And the king of Jericho sent word to Rahab saying Bring out the men who have come to you who have entered your house for they have come to search out all the land But the woman had had taken the two men and hidden them, and she said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And it came about, when it was time to shut the gate at dark, that the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them to the roof, and hidden them in the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order on the roof. So the men pursued them on the road to the Jordan, uh, to the fords, and as soon as those who were pursuing them had gone out they shut the gate.
1: Well, uh, we're kind of doing something that was done 40 years ago, right? Which was?
2: Spying out spies.
1: There's, a, there's a difference, though, this time. It's only two instead of twelve. And not just that they had a specific place to go. Not just that.
2: They were given specific orders of what to view, Mm -hmm. namely Jericho.
1: Not just that. How were they sent? Secretly. Secretly. Now, wonder why Joshua would want to send them secretly.
0: distraught everybody if they got a bad report.
1: I'm assuming he intends them to bring back the report to him, and he'll evaluate it before passing it along to the people. This was disastrous last time when the people got wind of this. Uh, That's my guess, is that he he wanted this to kind of be a private thing until he found out if they were positive or not about it. Uh, You know based on the experience 40 years before how effective was the secrecy? The
2: King of Jericho
1: knew that they were there So, it didn't seem to work so well uh, if the King of Jericho even found out about it but uh, theoretically it was going to be a secret Uh, Now, where do they go to stay?
2: of the ill repute.
1: Yuck! Yeah.
0: It's like you couldn't have found a better place. Mm. <laughs> yeah! It's like two Christians are going to spread the Gospels like, hey, I know this you know, prostitute place that we could stay
1: at. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, what do you think about that?
2: <laughs> I, I wonder if the, I wonder what other Lodging was available to them. Whether this was part of their trying to stay secret and being just like everyone else, or if it was just a providential kind of.
1: I wondered if this wasn't a part of their trying to uh, go. Um, Under the radar. Yeah. The word, but I'm getting it confused with the Portuguese word. Incognito. <laughs> trying to use a Portuguese word. <laughs> yeah. Incognito. Because I mean, you know, I'm assuming men uh, go there quite often, and uh, probably wouldn't attract a whole lot of attention as far as you know, buying out the land for the Lord. Uh, so I don't know. It just made me think that maybe this was a part of the secrecy.
2: I'm sure you love Perfectly good reason.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you ever find men of God there? Yeah, but that it
2: made reconnaissance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it makes this really interesting from the standpoint of Rahab. You know, she is probably not somebody I would really expect to have any significant role in anything for God. I mean, she's a harlot. She's a woman. She's a Gentile. I mean, (laughs) a Jericho immoral woman is going to have an important role. And do you realize how important a role she ultimately had? Jesus's she was in Jesus' lineage of all things. Who would have ever expected that to come out of this? Um, but when the king of Jericho was informed, then he found out where they were staying. He sent word to Rahab to bring them out. Uh, but the, what Rahab says what? I don't know where they are. I
0: don't
1: know know where they're they're from. I don't know where they were from.
0: They went away. They were here, but they left.
1: Yeah. Go that way.
0: (laughs) I don't know where they are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I
0: know you'll overtake them. They're somewhere a couple miles down the road.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, why did she say all that? To prevent them from being taken. She was willing to stick her neck out. Boy, if they had found out. She was willing to stick her neck out to hide them. You know, makes you wonder why was she so interested in, you know, helping these spies out? And we're going to find that out in a little bit. Why she was motivated to do that. But she clearly is trying to cover for them. And, uh, you know, she basically, uh, you know, gives them the slip and... uh then once they leave, the city gates are closed again. Do you realize how dependent these spies are on Rahab? They don't even have a way to leave the city with the gates closed. You know, so she she became pretty important in their uh, you know longevity right here. Thoughts and comments.
2: What do you do when people say she
1: lied? I say they're right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's a sinner. Is she in Hebrews? Yes, she is. But being in Hebrews doesn't mean she wasn't a liar. Doesn't mean she wasn't a harlot. Samson's in Hebrews. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. you. Which makes some people say Samson is a good friend. Which is wrong. (laughs) Um, But, um, you know, I mean, I think the thing we have to realize, I mean, would you you say that because Rahab had faith in God and she protected the spies and she served the Lord, that she was right to be a harlot? You know, I mean, who would go to this passage and say, see, it's okay to be a harlot because Rahab was a harlot and she did the right thing here and she's a woman of faith and therefore harlotry is okay I've never heard anybody try to do that there's probably somebody who does wouldn't surprise me a whole lot but I think that would be inadequate I think the same thing about her lying you know in and of itself lying you know her lying was wrong now she you know what she was doing overall favoring the spies hiding the spies protecting the spies you know encouraging the spies And seeking, you know, God's favor from the spies. In general, she was doing a good deed. But she's a pagan woman. She's a pagan prostitute. Are you going to expect her to uh, be an honest woman? I wouldn't. But she lies about a lot of other stuff, too. (laughs) Now, I don't know, but what if she became incorporated in the people of God? Her character may have changed. I would hope so. But... You know, at this point, when we meet her, she is anything but a paragon of virtue. But she does have amazing faith in the Lord and a willingness to risk a whole lot to help out these spies.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the big deal is about the situational ethics, you know. Uh, And I mean, these two Israelite men didn't say, whoa, 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 you shouldn't lie. You know, they didn't stop her from doing that, or whatever. Well, they were
1: hidden up on yeah. the roof. Yeah, that's they true? get a lot
3: of yeah. room to talk, too? They so we went to a harlot.
2: <laughs> yeah. well, I, I know you're a
3: harlot, but really, stop the line. Yeah, yeah. Real quick visiting line. harlots. Yeah, they,
1: they, I, Really, they might you're have been well off if they'd have started with her, uh, you know, uh, sexual behavior. Yeah. Um, you know, the focus of the story is not on the morality of the immorality of her sexual behavior or of her honesty and dishonesty. You know, those are incidental things in the story. The focus is she protected. She, tr- she b- really believed God was God. She's going to show that later on. She has remarkable uh, belief in God. Uh, but she is a pagan, and she does pagan stuff. <laughs> Other thoughts.
2: And she became the mother of Boaz.
1: Yeah, something like that. Actually, yeah, no, yeah.
2: she married Salmon. Salmon. Salmon, Salmon okay. was the father of Boaz okay. by Rahab. Okay. Boaz, the father. So of Boaz. I think
1: she Rahab. got better. Yeah, I, I mean, she's certainly a woman of willing to be influenced by the Lord.
2: So does that place, in terms of, of chronology, that place the book of Ruth towards the early part of Joshua?
1: Well, Joshua only has an early part. <laughs> I mean, Joshua doesn't take up long at all.
2: Well, I guess uh, maybe a better way to say it, the early part of the whole... Josh's, Joshua Judges?
1: Yeah, I mean, one thing we don't know about sometimes is there are skip generations.
2: Because I remember when I realized that, I got really confused as to... Because I, I was just, you know, Joshua Judges, Ruth, so at the end of Judges there was this person... No, no I, th- right. I mean,
1: Ruth was during the Judges period. Right. Exactly where, I'm not sure. Okay, how about uh, 8 to 14?
3: Now before they lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the terror of you has fallen on us. Now all the inhabitants of the land have melted away before you. For you have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt. And what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan to Sihon and Og." whom you utterly destroyed, and when we heard it, our hearts melted, and no courage remained in any man any, any longer because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. Now therefore, please swear to me by the Lord, since I have dealt kindly with you, that you will also deal kindly with my father's household and give me a pledge of truth, and spare my father and my mother and my brothers and my sisters with all who belong to them, and deliver our lives from death. So the men said to her, Our life uh, for yours, if you do not tell this business of ours, and it shall come about when the Lord gives us the land that we will do kindly and faithfully with you.
1: Well, she comes up on the roof, and she says some things that are just really remarkable. I know that the Lord has given you the land. As she tells them, everybody's scared to death. This is a weird shift. The Israelites are strong and courageous, and the, uh, you know, Gentile giants in the land are scared to death. You know, but you can see why. They heard about the Exodus. And they heard about conquering the, uh, the two kings of the Amorites. There's our Amorites, Sihon and Og. And he sa- she said, when we heard it, our hearts melted. No courage remained in any man any longer because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. Wow. What does that show you about Rahab? She's in the know. She is in the know. I think she's more than in the know. What would you call her? Perceptive? Perceptive? I'd say she's a believer. She's really converting to to Judaism here. I mean, for her to say you know, the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. Whoa! That's quite a thing to say. She really believes in God. And and so she asks them for one favor. What is it?
3: With me.
1: Yeah. You know, spare me and my family. She knows why they're there. She does. And she believes they're gonna conquer Jericho. She has no doubt about that. You know, she really believes the the report she's heard about the greatness of God. And so she says, I I want you to spare me. And uh what do they say?
2: If you keep our secret, we will.
1: Yeah. Now, should they have made an agreement with a pagan, a gentile, a Canaanite?
2: make no alliances but they told not to
0: at this point I mean Moses said not to right?
1: yeah well, God didn't let that part of the wall fall
0: uh, yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> I
3: hadn't thought about that it doesn't make it right <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe not but I think it was right.
3: I mean, it's back to that old question: What if Noah had made the ark out of some other wood? Would it have sunk? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. He you know. We always hear that, and that, and it's like, no, God has always accomplished His goal, regardless of what man has done in, in that part of the plan, in their mm-hmm. part of the plan. Mm-hmm. But I think they had the right to do
1: this because she is converting. I don't think the rules about making alliances with the Canaanites are applicable to Canaanite proselytes. You know, people who really converted and have become believers, I think, are not in that situation. Um, Ruth was a Moabite, but she was a Moabite who said, "Your God will be my God; your people will be my people." I believe they had the right. I believe Boaz had the right to marry Ruth. Because I don't consider her to be a Moabite in the sense that it would be prohibited to intermarry. I think in, in Ezra 9 and 10, when the Israelites in their return from captivity had intermarried with, with the you know, women of the land, they actually were to have a court. They were actually to judge each case. Well, what's there to judge? If she's a Canaanite, if she's not an Israelite, then separate from her. I think judging whether she'd really converted or not. I think those that have really converted to the Lord, they're not considered to be Canaanites. They're not considered to be the people of the land. So my understanding is that based upon her confession, based upon her conversion, that she doesn't. the, the question of alliances with the peoples of the land doesn't apply. She's really not that now. Now, there are probably some weaknesses in that view, so I'm willing to have that challenged. But that's my my belief is they did do the right thing on that basis. But obviously, the most uh, significant thing about this text is just the information we get. Who would have thought it would have been the Canaanites panicking, you know, of all things. It kind of makes you think, if we're strong and courageous... The other side may get a little upset. You know, they may get a little tense and worried. Um, you know, I mean, when you go out and teach the gospel and say, you know, I, I'm really sorry to bother you and I hate to hurt your feelings and, you know, I hope you're not mad at me and, you know, I, 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 that, uh, this may not be right, but I kind of feel like maybe that there's a God, you know, or whatever. Well, I mean, whoa. But when we proceed with confidence in the Lord, and strengthen the Lord, there are times that the other side is overwhelmed by that. It's appropriate to be strong and courageous. We have the Lord with us. And it may very well be that those we're so intimidated by will be intimidated by the proclamation of the gospel and and will withdraw from, from the fight. Uh, that's certainly what happens here. It's what happens consistently through this. Uh, so that's just very encouraging to see, uh, see that, and we'll see more of it. All right, other thoughts and comments through 214?
2: How did she know these things?
1: Like the exodus and the conquest of Sihon and Og,
2: mm-hmm.
1: she probably reads a paper.
2: Email, email, Facebook. Facebook. So it was, it was Facebook, you know, official and yeah,
1: I I suppose. I mean, you know, you know how we are. We assume people in that day didn't ever know anything. Well, why wouldn't they have? I mean, surely news traveled back then. Now, I mean, I don't know what Pony Express they used, but you know, they they knew something.
3: The camel 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 Camel
1: express, Yeah. yeah.
3: Because yeah, I mean, like a par-
2: part of me is like going. Well, it was part of the reason why. I mean, was it common knowledge that you know? She says it is. That you know, the Lord is giving you this land. Okay, so it's like everybody knows that, or is it? I, I have to wonder if because of her position and profession. If she was in one sense, you know <laughs> learned a lot of stuff,
1: she really did from uh, the hear a lot
2: people who traveled by <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: That's true. she it's may true. have been the source of the information for the Canaanites. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> the conduit, but uh I mean there's other passages like Five one where you see that uh, the Canaanites uh, have heard about the Exodus and their hearts melted. And uh, so, I mean, however it was they heard, I think they heard and they knew about it. And I don't think that's probably all that uncommon. I bet they knew about a lot of stuff that was going on in the world. We just would assume everybody's ignorant except our generation. But, I mean, you can find out something even without being on Facebook. You know, so. It's hard. Not,
2: yeah. <laughs> no, no. Say it ain't so. Yeah.
1: Well, you can't find out, you know, what... Uh, what truth toothpaste nobody brushes with without Facebook <laughs> 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 we about All right, well, uh, we'll uh, continue this on uh, next week, I guess, if that works, but... Well,
3: that's the Didn't they, uh, even earlier, when they, you know, right after they'd gone out of the land, or out of uh, Egypt, the other nations had heard of that. Yeah. But it wasn't the same result. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they weren't afraid of them or if they were, but I always wonder what they thought of that 40 years. You know, here come, here they come, they came out of Egypt, and they crossed the Red Sea, and God's leading them, and where'd they go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We Boy, thought they were coming. Dodged the bullet there. Yeah, exactly. Right up here, and all of a sudden they took a wrong turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Several long terms. Just, <laughs> the GPS got screwed up something.